Welcome to the Management Insights Podcast Series hosted by McGraw-Hill. My name is Debbie Clare, Executive Marketing Manager for our Management Portfolio. Today's topic, using digital tools to optimize the student experience, face-to-face, online, and hybrid classes. Our guest, Jerry McNamara. Thanks for joining us. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm the Broad Professor of Management at Michigan State University. I've been at MSU for 22 years now. Um, in, in my area of research is on strategic decision-making. I examine how the attributes of managers and firm conditions and industry conditions influence the strategic choices that firms make. I've also been a, a, a proud co-author with Greg Des on the strategic management textbook for about 10 years. So let's dig in. Jerry, tell me why you started to use digital tools in your classroom. Well, like a lot of things in life, it's out of necessity. I've I've been a professor for a number of years now, over two decades, uh, and I had my way of doing things, and they were a very traditional way of operating a a classroom. Uh, But what uh, I found is, you know, change hit me upside the head, that uh, because of things going on in the environment and student expectations, uh, we've gone increasingly to online and hybrid versions of courses, and that necessitates some innovation in how I teach. And uh, so I've leveraged some digital tools to do that. And why are you seeing so much growth in, say, online and hybrid classes? Well, I think there's a the number of things. I mean, you, we know with higher education, there's a lot of uh, market forces at work that are causing universities to become more innovative. They've got to redesign curriculum and meet students where they're at. And so, uh, you know, for example, we've developed uh, a couple of master's of science programs that are wholly online to reach and have a larger geographic reach with our students. Um, in our executive MBA program, students travel a lot. And so the idea of having classes every Tuesday and Thursday night or all day Saturday every weekend is not viable for them anymore. So we've had to restructure to meet students there. Uh, even with our undergraduate it's a lot of them with the cost of education. They're working while going to school. And so having flexible delivery uh, options for them with courses and meet them where, where they're at. Uh, and then finally, with, with uh, declining uh, state budget appropriations for universities, we've got to figure out how to more efficiently deliver for our students. All of these have driven us to go in the direction more towards online and hybrid delivery. And what challenges have you seen with these changes? Well, I mean, the basic problem, it's it's an obvious one that we think of with this, and that's that we don't actually interact with the students nearly as much. We don't have as much time with them. And so one of the concerns that I had with this is how much are the students actually engaging with the course and the material, If I, especially with an online class, if I don't interact with them directly in person? Uh, even with a hybrid class, you say, well, what I can't do then is I have limited contact hours with students. I've got to use them to their fullest. I've got to make sure that the students are fully engaged in the class when they're away so that they're ready to talk when we come together. And so the challenge we have is figuring out how to motivate students to be engaged, how to interact with them, and provide uh, opportunities for them to demonstrate that they're spending their time at it and learning material. So what are some of the digital tools you've used to improve maybe the online and hybrid experience? So really for me, I've done three things. And I realize there's a range of other options, but three that I've tried that have worked for me fairly effectively uh, are the following. Well, uh, one is that uh, I set up a, uh, with one course, I set up a weekly online chat room where I would go in and I didn't interact with the students there. So it was a certain time they felt like, well, those were our digital office hours. And so you have to figure out a way 
way. Now, the class, what this, a summer class I teach, uh, a lot of my students travel internationally during that time. I sometimes even have to set up multiple times at different time periods uh, to meet with them. But uh, uh, we use a, a digital platform, D2L, for our courses. And uh, we can use, uh, we can set up these online chat rooms. Uh, uh, related to that is that I like to have some of these digital teams uh, or, or, or uh, uh, um, you know, teams are set up virtually with this, where the types of team activities we may do in class, we can do online. We can set up chat rooms where the students work together on case projects, which they then deliver. And so it gives them an opportunity to interact with each other in uh, in the way that we do in a lot of work organizations where you work on teams that are geographically dispersed. And that way students can work together and learn how to trade back and forth uh, uh, with things using you know, uh, uh, support tools like Google Docs so they can edit things together while they're working. So that's sort of one thing is the digital chat side of it. Uh, another thing I've done is uh, McGraw has something called Smartbook. And to me, that's been really useful with students because uh, uh, especially think about a hybrid class where they're supposed to watch a lecture and they're supposed to read the book and then they come into the class and we're going to have an exercise or a case discussion uh, or a simulation uh, exercise in the class. Well, if they're not prepared when they walk in, I had experiences where you get into the recitation, all of a sudden, I'm lecturing the material they should have known before they came in. And Smartbook is a wonderful tool on this where it's an adaptive learning tool where the students read the textbook material uh, and then they uh, they then go in and they you know, take a, a bit of a comprehension quiz to show that they understand the basic material and that which they don't know then the system provides them a guidance about where to go back and reread and learn. And uh, uh, my understanding is what we're, where we're going to now with Smartbook 2, uh, the, the latest tool on it is as an instructor, I can identify which are the primary learning objectives. I want to make sure my students know, and the system will hit those to make sure that they understand that key material that I'm going to talk about when I come into the hybrid class. Um, also, if I've got something that's just wholly online, I'll marry those together. You have the Smartbook set up, the students have to prepare for that before they can go into the digital chat room to work on the group exercise together. That way you don't have the one person on the team who has no clue what they're talking about, who's holding back the rest of the team from effectively moving through the exercise or the case. So those are the first two I use. The third that I use is I find, again, when I've got this limited time that I've got to work in a hybrid class or it's all online, that uh, I've got to find a way to actually examine what they're doing and not waste the critical hybrid class time, the recitation time I've got with them uh, or online to make sure that when they go in that they're actually learning the material. So um, what I do then is, uh, you know, the, the concern you have when you have an online format you're examining outside is that if I put a quiz on my course website, well, does the first person take it? Does the second person learn what the first person did? Um, so we've got a system set up to connect where I can do a select a random selection of questions from a test bank. So each of the students has a unique exam that's different than everyone else. And so I don't worry about transference of what's on the exam. That's a different form of learning than I want my students to actually do. But these are just three basic you know, online quizzes through the Connect system, smart book, adaptive learning tool that they can show what they're doing, and then use these digital team times to help them work effectively and feel that they're actually connected with people and working with others in the class. With technology really permeating our lives, how can you apply this to also a face-to-face environment? Yeah, see, that's the thing that's interesting is that, you know, we start to think about this, you know, the students that we have now are growing up in this world where they're used to this flexibility. And so one of the things I found is if I go in and I do that dry, uh, you know, PowerPoint lecture in class that lasts an hour and 20 minutes with nothing going on, 
they're checking out while I'm going while I'm going through. I mean, uh, they're, they're checking out. Well, they're checking out their Facebook page. They're checking out other things, and so uh, they're not engaging in the class. So one of the things I find is that uh, what I want to be able to do in, in class is increasingly with Gen Z students and the students that are coming up. I want to have it where. We've got things going on all the time. We're switching things up, going through. So even in a class where I've got the full three hours a week with it, well, it's you know simple where we hear a lot of us flipping the classroom. We'll actually use them, have them watch a lecture ahead of time. Well, instead of having a single case a week, I can do an exercise and a case. Um, I can actually have a case exercise where I'll set up debates between the teams. Uh, you know, different ones will have different versions of it, and they'll end up in a negotiated strategic alliance uh, exercise in classes based on the case material that they each got. Well, that takes a lot of time in the class. And if I do these things outside, I know the students are coming in prepared, so I don't have to lecture as much. I know that they're ready to engage with each other uh, to examine these issues, but it's also meeting them where they're at in the learning style that's becoming increasingly prevalent with the students that we're dealing with today. Jerry, any closing comments for your peers? Yeah, so I, th- I think the thing that I've had about this is, uh, you know, I, I've, uh, you know, I might describe myself as middle-aged, but my wife would give me a hard time and she'd say, well, you expect to live to be over 100, uh, which is the requirement to have to be actually be middle-aged now. I mean, I'm a guy who grew up in another, in another era with another, with a different style of teaching. And I think sometimes these things are sort of daunting for us as instructors. And, uh, uh, I had to be dragged a little bit into the, into this world as a lot of us are. But what I found in doing this is it's helped me enrich the experience that I can provide for students. And it allows me to connect with students more effectively in all these formats that I have that if I got stuck in my ways, I wouldn't have been able to do. So my advice for uh, for, for a lot of my colleagues out there is, you know, just grab a hold of it and run with it. And the, the other thing I'd sort of finally end up a pitch on it is that uh, the, the rep that I work with with McGraw-Hill has been wonderful with that, of helping me learn it as I've gone along and, and, and exploring as the technology has changed. They're always there to develop, uh, help you develop the new skills with it. And so I'd advise my, my, advise my colleagues to draw upon that. And I think it'll be a lot easier transition than you fear it might be. Excellent. Well, thank you for sharing your perspective, experience, and advice. To our listeners, check back for future topics and spread the word to your colleagues about our podcast series. Why? Because learning changes everything.